supernatural on earth, living the supernatural life on Romans 8. Let's begin from 8, 8 from the Amplified Version. So then who are living in the life of the flesh, catering to the appetite and impulses of their carnal nature, cannot please or satisfy God or be acceptable to him. But you are not living the life of the flesh. You are living the life of the spirit. If the Holy Spirit of God really dwells in you, directs and controls you. But if anyone does not possess the Holy Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. He does not belong to Christ. He is not truly a child of God. Now, I like that. It means that if you are truly a child of God, you possess the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So true children of God are possessors of the spirit. Now, if you don't have the spirit, then it means you are not a child of God. All right? Say, I'm a child of God. So, what in what different way can you say you are a child of God? I possess the spirit. Now, I'm talking in terms of second person, singular, or plural. So, you can say that I have the spirit of God. And what that means is that I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. So, we, instead of saying children of God, are you listening to me? I can say possessors of the spirit, are you listening to me? Are you understanding that? Now, this is very important. So, it means that you cannot be a child of God and you don't have the spirit. It's not possible. Alright? That is why when people think that, oh... Uh, the spirit will leave you. The spirit leaves and comes. The spirit goes and comes. In fact, if the spirit leaves you, who have you become? It means that you are no more a child of God. All right? So, somebody, somebody was talking to me. A lady was talking to me one day. And then the lady said, Sir, please, can you pray for me? And I said, All right. What, is it? what am I to pray for you about? He said, Please. The, spirit of, the Holy Spirit has left me. Then I said, Really? Then she said, yes. I said, how did you know the Holy Spirit has left you? He said, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling the Spirit again. The Spirit is not just a feeling. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. If you are a child of God, according to the word of God, you have the Spirit. If you have the Spirit, then you are a child of God. So a child of God does not say, Lord, give me your Spirit. Hallelujah. A child of God is one who has the spirit of God. Are we together? Come on. Are we together? Good. So, a demon cannot live inside me because I'm a child of God. There's only one spirit that lives inside the child of God. And that spirit is called the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Come say, I have the spirit of God. One more time, I have the spirit of God. One more time, I have the spirit of God. And that is what makes me a child of God. Now, he says that but you are not living the life of the flesh. Now that's verse 9. You are not living the life of the flesh. Now, then he says, you are not living the life of the flesh. You are living the life of the spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Now that's what I want to talk about. So there is the life of the flesh and there is the life of the spirit. Hallelujah. So there are two kinds of life here. The life of the flesh and the life of the spirit. King James calls it what? Living in the flesh, living after the flesh, or living in the spirit. So there are two kinds of lives that a man can live. A life in the flesh or a life in the spirit. So the life of the flesh and the life of the spirit. He's simply talking about living after the fleshly carnal order or the worldly order or living after the spirit order. 
Now, when you get born again, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, when you receive him into your life, when you finally get convinced and then you pray that prayer that we've been praying, uh, what is the name of that prayer? Uh, what do we call it? Prayer of faith, some call it sinner's prayer, whatever prayer it is. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, the Spirit of God comes to live in you. Now, when the Spirit of God comes to live in you, uh, the reason the Spirit of God comes to live in you is so that you can live after the order of that Spirit. So the Spirit of God coming into the life of a Christian is an indication that a new life has been implanted in that person to live by. So the Spirit of God is not just a spirit somewhere. He is a life to live. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit is life. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is life. Now, let's continue the next verse. The next verse. Uh -huh, read it. And if Christ, now read the 9 and 10 together. Romans chapter 8 verse 9 and 10. One, two, go. Uh-huh. 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 You see, he didn't say the spirit gives life. All right? He didn't say the spirit gives life. He says, if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. Actually, in the, in the, in the, in the original, is the body, although because of sin, is dead, the spirit is life. So that's why the next verse says that the spirit gives life to your body. So the body dies because of sin, and the spirit gives, or the spirit is life. Are we together? So here he, he shows us the spirit is life. So if the spirit is life, then the Holy Spirit is a life to live. All right? We don't just live by the spirit. We live their spirit. So living a supernatural life simply means living the spirit of God on earth. Living the Holy Ghost on earth. Come on, praise the name of the Lord. Living the Spirit of God on earth. Living the Holy Ghost on earth. Living the Holy Ghost on earth. Hallelujah. But you see, he says that you can't live the Spirit and live the flesh at the same time. Hallelujah. Now, what does it mean to live by the flesh? See, it's when you know what it means to live by the flesh, then you can appreciate or understand what it means to live the Spirit life. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, so to live by the flesh. Let, let's get in there again. Let me read from the AMP. Verse 9. All right, but you are not living the life of the flesh. You are living the life of, no, verse 8. So then, who are living? Those who are living the life of the flesh, catering to the appetite and impulses of their carnal nature, cannot satisfy God or cannot please God or be acceptable to him. So living by the flesh simply is giving room or opening up to the, to the natural appetite, to your natural appetite. Hallelujah. Things your natural body wants to do, things you want to do, things you give your mind to that are not spiritual. Hallelujah. Come on, praise the name of the Lord. So, when you give your mind to everything you're feeling and everything you are feeling and everything you're feeling, you're not living the spiritual life. Come on, are we together? Are we together? Yes, you're not living the spiritual life. For example, in the Bible, it is recorded of Esau and um, Jacob. Now, Esau had gone to the bush to go and kill again. Now, he brings the game. It's a game, right? You know what game is? It's not uh, this on PS5. Bush meat, good. So he brought a bush meat. And then the brother had cooked. The junior brother had cooked. Then he told the brother, give me to eat. Can I get some? Because he was very hungry. He said, give me something to eat. Then the brother says, ah, no, 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 I'm not going to give you except you sell me your birthright. Except you become junior and I become senior. And you're going to do that. And what he, what, what, he, what he was saying was that 
when our father dies, everything of our father, I will take the place of a senior brother. So when we are sharing the inheritance, I'll get more than you. Just because of a pot of beans. The food was beans. Yeah, it was beans. In the, it, it was beans. Got it. So the guy says, you know what? We are going to exchange your birthright with mine. Now listen. Esau says that, ah, I am hungry. And you are talking about birthright. What is birthright? You can have it. Give me food. That's what he says. He says, I am hungry. And you are talking about birthright. What is birthright? Give me food to eat and carry it. So, he was living by the impulses of his tummy. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. When you are hungry, you want to break down the building. I'm hungry. And you see, that does not just teach us about food. It teaches us about instant gratifications. Alright? Instant satisfaction. Hallelujah. Instant satisfaction. This guy could have killed the game and then taking time, prepare it, and then eat it. And in fact, it tells you that the yesterday's game that he prepared, he ate everything. On one or or sorry, no no You know, so at the time that he was hungry again, he had nothing. And he was ready to sell his destiny. He sold it. He sold it for a pot of meal. Think about it. Not a pot, a plate of beans. Hallelujah. Listen, so that give me beans for birthright is actually what is called living a carnal life or living a natural life. Anything that does not have um, relevance in the spirit that you give your mind to, you are not living a spiritual life. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, hallelujah. And you see, we got born again and we received the spirit of God as God's life to live. I want you to have that in your head. We have the spirit of God as God's life to live. It's not a matter of we coming around, we are shouting, I have the Holy Ghost, shout, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. No. The spirit is first of all, a life to live. A, a kind of life. You see, when the Bible says that the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life. And the word life there is the way. The spirit is the life of God. So when Jesus says that, I am come that you might have life. Jesus was simply saying, I am come that you might. That you might have the spirit. So what is eternal life? Eternal life is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Eternal life simply is the spirit. So when you have the spirit, you have eternal life. Alright? Now, that spirit, which is life, which is the God kind of life, that is the life that when you get born again, God puts into you to be able to live your life here on earth. Hallelujah. So when you're born again, you don't live your life like, a, like just a student. Say, I'm alive. Come on, I'm alive. I'm alive in the spirit. One more time, I'm alive in the spirit. When you, are, when you become a Christian and you don't live the Holy Ghost, then you'll be like a fish that have been taken out of water to be on the land you will definitely struggle. Hallelujah. You're going to live a life of regret. You're going to live a life of pain. You're going to live a life of misery. You're going to live a life of all kinds of things. Hallelujah. So the spirit of God is life for us to live. Look at someone say the spirit of God is alive for us to live. Come on. Tell the person like you are preaching to the person. Say the spirit of God is life for us to live. 
One more time. The Spirit of God is life for us to live. Look at the person, eyeball to eyeball. Tell the person, the Spirit of God is life for us to live. Another person, the Spirit of God is life for us to live. Hallelujah. So when, when, when a man gets born again, he receives the Spirit as his life. He receives the Spirit of God as his life. The Spirit does not come into his life. The Spirit is his life. Then we either decide to live by the Spirit or we either decide to live the Spirit life or live the carnal life or the natural life, the natural way of doing things. You are angry, so fight. You have been maltreated, so curse. What again? They, they insulted you, so retaliate. Are we together? What the person said, you heard it, so gossip. Aha, uh -huh. that's a natural life. When you buy a car, when, when, before you buy a car, you have to test it. So because of that, you have a lady in your life, sleep with a lady. That's wrong. That is a natural way of living. But when you get born again, the spirit of God is life in you. Come on. Hallelujah. I said when you get born again, what happens? The spirit of God is life. It's the life that you live. See, and that spirit helps your spirit to bear fruit. You see, whenever we talk about the supernatural, I mean, Maybe when I say living the supernatural, you shout that glory because you are looking at healing the sick, raising the dead, walking in the sky, swallowing fire, you know, and all kinds of things. But listen, the, the, the supernatural life simply means living the spirit here on earth. And all that the spirit of God is about is not healing. Hallelujah. Ah, some of you didn't like what I just told you. All that the Holy Spirit is about is not healing. All that the Holy Spirit is about is not praying in tongues. All that the Holy Spirit is about is not uh, the gift of healing, the gift of uh, working on miracles, the gift of prophecy and stuff like that. That's not all that the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a wholesome life giving us to live. It's a complete life that we have to live. See, let me take you to Galatians. I'm just doing some small... Um, teaching today. I'll be done right now because I'm tired. Okay. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5. Let me begin from 15. Let me read from New Living Translation. Verse 15. But if instead of showing love among yourselves, you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. So I advise you to live according to your new life in the Holy Spirit. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The old sinful nature loves to do evil. Which is just opposite from what the Holy Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are opposite from what the sinful nature desires. The two forces are constantly fighting each other. And your choices are never free from this conflict. Let me tell you what he's saying. I'll continue. So he says that when you pick a man, even when the person is born again, when you pick a, the person, there's always war. As we are talking right now, there's war. You are inside you. Two people are fighting. That's what the Bible. The Bible is very wise. The two people are in you. They are always fighting. Hallelujah. One is called the natural self. The natural self simply talks about your natural affections, things that are outward, all right? Things your mind is planning to do. All the beautiful things you are, you are planning in your head and all of that and all the nonsenses. Then there is the Holy Spirit in you. 
who also has his own desires. Ah, oh, glory to God. Man, we need time for that. The desires of the spirit and the desires of the flesh are always fighting. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. These two, these two guys are in one person. So as I'm here, these two people are fighting. They are fighting. Now, one wants to do evil and one wants to do good. Alright? The evil here is not just talking about going to murder or something. But one wants to do wrong things. How many of us have had the tendency to do something wrong before? Don't lie. Here is church. Lift your hand. I'm talking about after you got born again. Lift your hand. It's not like when you are... So after you got born again, some of the wrong things come in your mind. You want to, you want to fool. <laughs> and then you are there. Then something, you know, that thing is like, then something say I should not do. So this one says I should do. This one says I should not do. This one says I should do. This one says I should not do. Then they are fighting. The Bible says that. Read, read it from the King James. King James. King James got it very beautifully. King James or NIV. Or New King James. Mm-hmm. Verse 16. No, verse 17. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 So, read it from New King James. I want a version that does not use last. NIV. You're also New King James. All right, so it's, it's simply fight, all right? So the, the flesh fights against the spirit. How do you have had the feeling that oh, this Christian life is very hard? Oh, it's very hard. The hard is not hard. It's not like it's hard for you. You are being dominated by the one that fights the spirit. And right now the spirit is losing. So it's like simply the day you, you choose to pray. The day you choose to do good, the, the day you choose to read your Bible, the day you choose to enjoy God, you know, the day you want to pray, you want to fellowship, you want to, oh God, and you are crying, and the word of God is coming, and you are crying, and you are shaking, and you are, you are excited. The spirit is saying, yeah, yeah. Then the flesh is saying, the flesh is going back. He's going to wage another war. So then you get to a place now, then you want to read your Bible, then the first say no. The first say no. Remember, you have ulcer. Number two, you are very tired. Number three, you don't know how to fast. Number four, this fasting will not help you. You know, or even you try to fast. You were, you, you, you are fasting. The fasting is from six to six. And then 11, then your tummy, you just gun of the flesh. Then the spirit says no, you are, then, you know, then it comes to you, eat, eat, eat. Eat, eat. Then even when somebody is cooking water, you're going to smell the aroma. You know what is happening to you? The flesh is gaining strength. So whenever you do something that is wrong, or whenever you do things that are contrary to the things of God, it's very simple. The flesh has won. Ah, and the Bible says that to make the flesh win means that you did not please God. Are we together? It means that you didn't what? I'm talking to all of us. It means you didn't do what? You didn't please, your flesh did not please God. So these two guys are always fighting. What is the feeling whenever you do the things you know from the scriptures you're supposed to do? Alright? You want to pray, you pray. You want to go out and win souls, you win souls. You want to study the word, you study the word. You want to fast, you fast. What, how is the feeling like? Uh -huh. This is the feeling is like peace, perfect peace. Like you, that day, where is God? My father, leave me at the throne with my father. And then you can do something that you feel like God doesn't even want to see your face. Then you want to run out from God. Even when you hear the name of God, you behave as if you have not heard it. These two are constantly fighting. And you see, the fight is not happening here. It's happening here. 
is happening in your mind. Glory to God. Today, if I, if I really have got it, I wouldn't have come to church. Yes. You know why? Major fight. I was tired. Tired. Very tired. How many of you feel like that? You remember you say, ah, please, what, what is this? What, why? I'm tired. The spirit is a life to live. The flesh also is a life to live. But amazingly, all these two lives are inside you. Because why didn't God just take one away? If, see, for God to take the life of the natural away means that you have to die and go to heaven. Do you want God to take it away? No, do you want God to take it away? So, how then do you how then do you get to live the life of the spirit? Alright? This is going to be a very practical teaching. Constantly siding with the spirit. It's a training. Hallelujah. It's a training. Constantly doing what? Come on, I'm talking to all of you. Constantly doing what? Siding with the spirit. If you constantly see yourself doing the wrong things, you do 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 the wrong things, every day you are doing the wrong things. It does not mean that you are weak. It simply means you have given your strength to the wrong life. Hallelujah. Come on. You've given your strength to the wrong life. So every day you find yourself doing the wrong thing. But if you can now begin to train yourself, you see, do you know that people do wrong, more wrong things than they do good things? You so take yourself for example, just you yourself. You, like one week, if you are to mark yourself, this is right, this is wrong. Right to be seven percent, wrong will be ninety-three. Do you know why? Because we were born into this world. Our minds have been trained to accept and live the things that we see. Do you know that if headache was not told you that it's painful, you will not call it painful. Huh? If what we are enjoying right now, this normal, this thing that you are not sick, if that was what was called sickness, by now you'll be at the hospital. And then when your tummy is hurting, you'll still be doing this. But you not say it's nice. You just, let me give you an example. Ladies. Ladies. They can have menstrual cramps and still walk to, walk to work. They are menstruating, they are going to work. They give birth. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. They will still give birth again. You know what? They've told them that when you have menstrual cramps, you can do things. When you are giving birth, it's the pain is just, it will go. You give birth again. So it is an education of the mind. Are we together? If giving birth was told that after you give birth once, if you try to give birth again, the pain will be serious. So that one, you don't do it. You don't, nobody will try and give birth to two. People will give birth to two by mistake. Are you understanding that? So the mind has been trained. Now they tell us what is painful. So when you feel this, it means this. Then your mind accepts it. Let's take for example, right now, as you are here, you don't think that you can have visions every day. You know why? Because you have not been taught so. You know, naturally, you were not praying for the sick. You didn't, you didn't even, do you know that people, they don't even know that something like that exists. That if somebody is sick, you can pray for the person, the person will be well. They don't know. Especially if you go to churches like Jehovah's Witness. It is not possible that somebody cannot walk. You pray for the person, the person will walk. It's not, it's not there. 
It is the education of the mind. Come on, am, am, I, am I teaching us here? Yes. So all the things that you call them normal are simply things that you have been educated that they are normal. Now, when I stand and I'm talking to uh, Pastor Kelvin, he doesn't stand up. But there are some churches, the way Pastor is preaching, Pastor get close to you, whether he's looking at your direction or not, you just stand up. Respect and honor. But you know why it does not prick you to do that? Because you have not been educated so. What is the common thing in this church? Everybody prays in tongues. I went to a church to preach and I said, after, after I finished, I said, oh, if you are here, you don't pray in tongues, come. And leaders of the church came forward to come and pray in tongues. Now I'm, there, I'm thinking, I know this guy is a leader. I know this guy is a so how is the pastor able to run the church with them? Tongueless people. You see, why is it so? Because there is no aggressive education on praying in tongues. Come on, hallelujah. Are we, are we together? Exactly. So if you want to live their spirit, I mean, because you have been in the flesh or you live in the world full of carnal things, natural things. You know there are some of us here who think that we can't live without money. When you don't have money, you are dying. Mm. You can't think straight. You can't walk straight. How many of us say when you don't have money, you are angry? Naturally. If somebody makes the mistake of saying anything to you, you would discipline the person. Why? And then when money comes to you, you feel like, it's not like you have prayed. You don't know what the matter was, but you, 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 I mean, you got like thousand Ghana from, you know, real, uh, money that is relaxed. You can use all two thousand. I mean, you're walking even change. You are like, I mean, who, whose tomatoes can I push away? You know, you are so free. But you know that, why is it that you can't tear paper, normal papers, and put them together, shape them like money, like when we were children? You tear leaves. Yes, and say, oh, we will scabber up, we will scabber up, we will scabber. And then now, then elderly person told the person, wait, then it discourages you. Then it discourages you. And now, you can't use paper again. Hallelujah. So they taught you that if you don't have money, you can't do some things. So the moment you don't have money, automatically you even close your mind of the possibility of doing something. Hallelujah. Come on, praise God. See, and you take, you take Jesus for example, he brought, he brought a change. He comes to the one who has been told that, oh, if you're a cripple, you can't walk. If you're a cripple, you can't walk. When your leg is shaped like this, you can't walk. Then Jesus gets to the person and Jesus says, you that they say you can't walk you rise up and you walk so it means jesus is saying that it is not true that when you are down you can't walk so i'm telling you to rise up and walk can a dead man still come and walk around the world says no jesus says, let me show you dead you young man that is dead I say unto you, arise. So those words and the things that he did were contrary to the things that the world were educated about. Hallelujah. Come on, are you here with me? So if you're going to live by the Spirit, because you have lived here for a very long time, if you're going to live by the Spirit, it means that you need a re-education. And if you are going to live the holy, the spirit life, and if you are going to prosper in the spirit life, and if you are going to be powerful in the spirit life, then it means that you give yourself for the education of the spirit. It's very simple. Hallelujah. See, and that's what a church is meant to be. A place where you are taught on how to live the spirit life. So I live the spirit life. 
Come on, say I leave the spirit land. Let me give you a typical example. You know that whether you are angry or happy, you are not in the mood or you are in the mood, depressed, oppressed, regressed, side pressed, whatever press you are. If you are working for somebody, you go. You can't call your boss and tell your boss, I don't feel like coming to, coming to work. <laughs> like, you, you, just, you just call your boss. You say, I, I don't feel like coming. You say, why? I'm depressed today. I'm depressed. Because you know and you have been taught, I'm not in the mood for church. We can easily say, I'm not in the mood for church. Desires of it. Eagerness for lustful pleasure. Idolatry. Participation in demonic activities. <laughs> Hostility. Quarreling. Jealousy. Outbursts of anger. Selfish ambition. Divisions. The feeling that everyone is wrong except those in your own little group. <laughs> oh my God. I say Bible, Bible talks about everything. Listen, let me read that again. He says that when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, your lives will produce these evil results. So when you see these results or some of these results, it simply means that one way or the other, you are what? You are following something you're not supposed to follow. Very simple. Hallelujah. Now, so when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, which is your flesh, your lives will produce these evil results. So somebody does not just get up and fornicate. The person follows something. Somebody does not just get up and get angry and cannot control his anger. And when he's angry, he brings down the wall down. Uh-uh, uh-uh. The person has been following something. And what is that? Your sinful nature. Your sinful nature here talks about your flesh. That which makes sense to you. So he says, this, these are the results you're going to see. Sexual immorality. Impure thoughts. Eagerness for lustful pleasure. Idolatry. Participation in demonic activities. Oh. He's talking to Christians. Who, hostility. Quarreling. Jealousy. Outburst of anger. Selfish ambition. Divisions. The feeling that everyone is wrong except those in your own little group. Envy. Drunkenness. Wild parties. Wild You know wild parties? How many of you know wild parties? Yeah. Parties with drinks everywhere, wine everywhere, all kinds of nonsense. Somebody is coming, he has dyed the hair like indigo. The person is wearing something, you can see everything, and the person is walking, and the person is doing like this. It's wild party. So why are you saying we are going for party? Wild party. All right? Wild parties and other kinds of sins. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Did you see that? I was telling Christians, anyone who lives that kind, I know, 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 grace people, I know, I know, I know. Say, say, I'm under grace. You still have the boldness to say that. He says, anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of fruit in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So right here, we can know Personally, we can examine ourselves to know if we have been giving the Spirit of God the chance or we've been giving our flesh the chance. Live by your flesh. He says that your life will produce these things. Sexual immorality, 
impure thought. You know, impure thought. You you know what impure thought? You, you you're thinking about everything, and the, everything you're thinking about is not good. You're thinking either how to steal, how to do that, how to do this, how to do this, how to do that. You are scheming. You are planning. How when I meet that guy, the way. They, <laughs> And you know, you can be thinking to the point that your thought will shape in your life. See, there are people who have imagination problem. You can be seated down. Nobody has done anything wrong to you. Then you now begin to imagine. <laughs> the way Doreen spoke to Nana. Nana came home, catch him, see. Uh, then you are thinking then you are thinking then you are thinking then you are imagining that thing, I didn't see you you imagine it and then you you get angry the more you keep on doing that when you see Doreen she's not done anything to you you are just always waiting for her to bring herself and that does not mean that you are, it means that your natural self has taken over your flesh is ruling you Hallelujah. So you're thinking, you, you have that imagination issue. How many of you have, you, you were there, you started thinking, you imagined something that they were not real, and you started crying. Oh, don't pretend. Don't pretend. You, you are there, you are just thinking. You can be there, you are thinking how nobody loves you, how everybody is a hypocrite, how you just want to be yourself, how this life, you know, and then you're thinking, then you're thinking, then finally you begin to take comfort in the word of God. I know that the only person that is with me is God. Yes. <laughs> the only person that's with me is God. This world, I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody in this world. God, I look to you. I look to you. But all is God. Oh God, God, you don't have anybody. You don't have anybody. You don't have anybody. You are canal. You are canal. I don't like talking to, but I like to be my own, I, I like to be in my space. I like, I'm not going to cross your space. Don't cross to my space. I like my space. I don't like talking. Stay in your place. Let me stay in my place. I don't like, I like going out. This evangelism thing, I, I just, I like talking to people. I know why. It's not because I don't like people, but I don't like talking to people. That's all. Me, oh, Jimmy. It's very simple. You see, sometimes, how many of us have been, like, you are giving reasons for something that deep down you know that what you are saying is nonsense. You are busily defending. But when the, maybe the person who's trying to correct you, when the person goes, you'll be there, then you are thinking, hey, you two, you can be something new. You were busy defending this thing. It's carnality. Your thought has some of the things we imagine, eh? They are never they are not real. They don't even exist. They don't look at how they told you about Miss um, Koy Koy. Madame Moke. You know, Titola or something like that. And those these things never existed. Now some of the kids are looking at me. Like, you don't even know what it is. Thou knowest not. Now my man can't just call Betchew. Betchew. See, you are you are expecting to see that tall person. Yes, you know. I mean, they don't exist. So you can be there, then you are imagining. You are imagining. Sometimes you are even about to travel, then you are imagining how you escape from the accident that will happen. Uh, how many of us have been there before? You are about to travel and you feel like this one I'm going, I may not come back. So what if I don't come back? So what? You see, then you'll be thinking, oh, these are, these, these, these are wrong thoughts. Yes, 
and wrong thoughts. So every day your mind is busy. Busily thinking nothing. And you know some of you, in one minute, you can think about 12 things. Five seconds to a thing. You're thinking about money. Suddenly, you think through the money. Uh, then you come to marriage. So when you marry, then you, look, then you try to picture how your first one is going to look like. See, oh, you then you go to the next one then, you are, then your child has grown now your child has grown then you are, you are doing photo shoots then your child will come and prank you they say mommy it was a prank that's I'll beat you I'll beat you then you are there on your bed then you begin to laugh <laughs> oh my god oh my god I have, a, I have beautiful children meanwhile you are 14 years 2 days Four hours, 22 minutes, three seconds. Old. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he says, when these things are happening to you, the flesh has taken over. Are we together? Yeah, the flesh has taken over. How many of us are here? Sincerely, you hated somebody. The person has not even spoken anything to you. You just didn't like the person. You just didn't like the person because you heard some things about the person and you don't like them. That's all. You're not being spiritual. You're being kind of, it's not like, it's a, you know, this one, you, you have to protect yourself. I'm protecting my dignity. Look at you. You don't even have a, you, you don't have a bicycle. You're talking about dignity. I'm, I'm protecting my dignity. You know, no. You are being carnal. Very, very carnal. And there's these Christians who practice or who get involved in demonic activities. Witchcraft, using things. Christian who takes pictures of people to pastors to pray, like church is a shrine. You know, say when you come, what bra, obia fabra, fa picture a you cancelled. So people are to have prayer that's called death cancellation. Come, we we'll just cancel everything. When obi obi obi. Obi did picture by sell picture never no nipa no so they saw for forty five thousand. So for bomb pay and all copy pictures or hand and say ah. All right, just forty five thousand. So we so how can we yen cancel? Oh, the other the yen cancel. You see, it's very simple. These things are carnal. They are not spiritual. I was talking to somebody and the person had um, a rosary and had something too on their hand. You know all this. Uh, Catholic stuff. I was, oh, I said, that's a rosy. I said, oh, oh, that's nice. It's very nice. I said, thank you. I said, what does it do? He said, it's for my protection. And I said, I can see. So when it gets torn, what will you do? He said, I'll buy a new one. I said, wow, protection for sale. <laughs> think about it. How can you think that God is going to put your whole protection in a rosy? Because they've shown you in a movie, in five city, God will put your whole protection in five city. Okay. Then you show you a movie that oh a witch was coming. Then the person, you know, uh, the, the, there was there was this miracle film that people traveled to Chiripony or whatever. And then when the vampire was coming, then they didn't do like this. Then the light came and so you know that would be a production. You think God will put your protection in five cities? What? You see young pastors who have graduated from Foster's this day. They all be having all this. <laughs> you know, I, I saw you in the picture. Like, you know, that black cross. Then they are coming. Like, it shows that you have passed. You have, the cross is not even white. Black. Huh? What? Identify, we identify with Christ with the Holy Ghost. Speak in tongues. Heal the sick. Let's know that you belong to Christ. It's serious. It's serious. All these things are witchcraft. That's what the Bible is saying. I'm not the one who is saying. You, you travel from here, you go and buy Sobolo, and you call Yesu Moja. Sobolo. There's a problem somewhere. So when you are not living the spirit, these things will appeal to you. Bath salt for seven days. When you are done, add green leaf. After green leaf, then add olive oil. Sometimes they give you the aquanche, then put one broomstick, one, one stick of a broom. 
put inside, then add matches, three matches inside. So you look at the concoction. You're like, what is this? Now God himself is asking, ah, what do you want to do? That is a sign of carnality, not spirituality. Somebody cannot live and say that God shields me. I'm in God. God is in me and it's fine. We have to bring you things. I have a friend who is a prophet. He said, he went to this church. He was invited to this church. Now when he got there, the first thing they said was that we have a young prophet. The guy is very young, but very hot. We have a young prophet here, blah, 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 blah. And they disdain him like he's a young prophet. So he didn't talk. He just he said, I just found somewhere in the middle and just sat down. And so I should come there. I said, oh, no, no, I'm too young. I don't want to be there. Just let me come and do what I'm supposed to do. So he was there. That was his first time in the church. He was there. Then the pastor's wife's name came. Full name. It was often a full name. Full name is the Ebadi Alboa. Not Boto. So when he got the microphone, he held the mic. He held the microphone. He said, there's somebody here mentioned the full name. Now, so for my sorry. I said, Bacho, Jinahamami. Jinahamami. They started doing the prophecy. Ah. So for you, I said, ah. Me said, me punishing him. You might need to have more than three hours. <laughs> so you know some of these people if you don't do that to them they will not respect the ownership I, I told one, one man one, one man I said go and bring it was a rich person in the, in the church he preacher not to and all he leaders also pray across not to enter I just ministering how the information came what God told me I just told him exactly and I said you should go outside and run and go and buy Borges oil. Yeah. The medium size. Borges oil. The mid- it's not, if you buy the small one, it will not work. This one too, it will not work. And the medium size, and where they? Yeah. Man, took a condom, or buy and who feel free. Yeah. Or tell condition, who feel free. You know what I did? I just took the oil. I said, Father, for everything that you want to do, do. Then he gave it to him. Then he said, when you go, just use it to Fabrice uh, I said, ah. Then I said, I'm going to read him. I don't know. Oh, Charlie. They want to see things. So after I give you the prophet, I just find something and tell you to do. So you believe that. At least I've told you your name. So what I'm telling you is, I said, wow. <laughs> I said, I'm a bulky, my bulky. I was always my bulky. Think about that. Then you were a Christian. I said, I'm a prophet. And the man, you prophet, all you know, the man, you're going to have your cranny home. See, to me, what do you do, baby? Power, I said, wait, I can't check this out. Because if you have prophetic in grand, ma. I can't check that. I'm firm. I can't check it. You are to me, master. Why do you say, eh, help me come because I said, oh, but I said, oh, ma, I can't check it. You don't know what people are going through. Tell no me, man, me, man, I can't tell no one. I can't tell no one. What man are you? The people will not believe it. Yeah. I can't just confess. It's not more rebra. You know that ah, this one is going to work. They say, but amazingly, then it's amazing. Some of them are able to get prophecies. So at least we'll carry it like that. That is witchcraft. In broad daylight. Hallelujah. But instead of going through that. Those things decide to side with the spirit. The spirit is life to live. Yeah. Hallelujah. See, the way to know that you are living a spiritual life is to see these or this fruit of the spirit in your, in your life. You love joy. All right? Joy, peace, self-control gentleness gentleness it's amazing what is gentleness because I call a gentle there's a gentleness that comes with with Christians who are mature gentleness gentleness and I 
And I was saying, I had a drop of Mali at two. And Christ on you, on swabber. The fruit of the Spirit. See, there's that gentleness. Even the way you walk shows that you are gentle. <laughs> Who can say you are gentle? So, if somebody is not gentle, all right? So you meet someone, you know this person is not gentle. Gentle. Cal- it also means calmness. That calm ambience. That peaceful ambience. All right? There are people, they are so peaceful, like so peaceful. They are not rowdy, so peaceful. So peaceful. The day I saw Minister Noah get angry, I said, hey, you do get angry. The guy is a, a perfect picture of cal- the fruit of the spirit, calmness, gentleness. Hey, how are you? Are you good? It's been a long time. Wow. We thank God. Bless you. <laughs> I said, hey, can a human being be this soft? I said, oh, some people are naturally soft. Yes, but God also wants you to be soft. God wants you to be soft. Don't say, as for me, I'm not, I'm not soft. I, I, I'm not. Relax. Gentleness. Put your hand here. Say in the name of Jesus. Because this prayer, me, myself, I'm part. Say in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Father, help us to be gentle. Petri, 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 petri is not the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. There are some people, they, they are detached from reality. They live in their own community. So detached. The fruit of the Spirit, gentleness. When you talk to people, you take your time. You allow them to also talk. I'm growing in gentleness. First, when you are talking, I will not allow you to. So now I can listen to people. I'm just listening. When you finish, I also say what I have to say. You know? Gentleness. Be gentle. Somebody be gentle. You see? So, <laughs> so when the spirit is taking control over your life, or when you are siding with the spirit, it may not happen in a day. Are we together? No, no, it may not happen in a day. It may, it may be take like two, five, ten years. Yes, what's that? No, yet they Because some people, the word of God has to go and go and go and go and go and go. So that one is there. So it, it can take time. Some people immediately they get born again. The fruit of the spirit just get developed like that. Some people too. But as much as you give yourself to the spirit or you side with the, I'll teach you how to side with the spirit. All right. The more you do that, you see that your life is changing. Praise the name of the Lord. Say, I live a supernatural life. So I told you, supernatural is not just healing the sick. I'm talking about practical. So I'll talk about that as well. I mean, in the course of this study. But it is where you can now put your hand, beat your hands to your chest to say that I am changed. Like I'm changed. I'm changing. I am changed. Yeah, you're more champs. You you can give it to anybody at any time. But as you side with the spirit, it gets to a point you feel like it's like something is happening to me. I'm changing. People may not even believe it. You may think that, oh, live there. You are not changing. We can't even see any change. Relax. You will know within yourself that I am changing. Hallelujah. And that is when you side with the spirit. So, the natural flesh or the flesh has its own fruits. And the spirit or the spiritual life also has its own fruit. And so, if you're living by the natural or the flesh, what you're going to see is what we just read. If you're living by the spirit, then you're also going to see the fruit of the spirit. Come on, hallelujah. You will love people. You will love God. You will not hurt people. You will not speak bad against, about people. 
you will not just say anything to people that you know is, it can break them, it can destroy them. You will not just be there and be insulting people. No, because that is not the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, praise God. I, I, I saw one woman telling the child, the child is about 20-something years, a daughter, and the woman said, your head like handkerchief. Your head like box. Your head like iron box. Your head like your father's head. I didn't know what the girl had done. Then 20-something year old, I mean, the girl looked formed. And she started crying. I said, this woman is serious. So, case study, this woman, it doesn't have the, the fruit of the flesh. She has the tree of the flesh. Are we together? Come on, are we together? Yeah. So the, the, there are two kinds of war that goes in every Christian. And you see, this war, they never stop. They never stop. They never stop working. They, ne they never stop. It's always going on. The choice to make the right or wrong decisions. The choice to stay home. The choice to go to church. The choice to be angry, the choice to forgive, the choice to be gentle, the choice to be rowdy, the choice to do sexual immorality, the choice to be pure, the choice to beat people, the choice to let them go, the choice to kill people, the choice to let them go, the choice to what again? The choice to love, the choice to hate, the choice to forgive, the choice to retain. So it's 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 like that. You say, what the person has done to me, I can never, I will never, I never forgive. I'll never. It's simple. Is a choice. You are kinda accepted. You have not grown. When you grow, how many of us were there? Somebody did something. You were like, "I'm not going to forgive. I will not." Eat kabando prataya. Then you even speak in tongues on top. I will not forgive. But then you went through the word, or you were reading the word. You were not even thinking about the person. Then you got to this scripture. Then the memory of it comes. This is the time. Forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you of all your sins. Then sometimes you want to overlook. You want to, you are reading that in you are reading that in Colossians. Then you open you you know. And it's our time Bible now. Oh, master, I want you to Revelation 16. And I saw a pale horse. They say yes, this one is good. You know, you just don't want to forgive. I can't. No, you are carnal. You have a degree in carnality. Hallelujah. And so. That's what we're going to be doing this, the rest of the month. Hallelujah. How to practically live the life of the supernatural. Practically living the life of the supernatural. Simply living the Holy Ghost on earth. Hallelujah. It is too quick and too early to think about, you know, flying in the air. Hmm? Raising the dead. What again? Healing the sick. The blind are seeing. Come on, I say the blind are seeing. The blind are seeing. Yeah. Teleportation by the spirit. Uh -huh. So this one too. Living a pure love by the spirit. You see the tongue has reduced. Teleportation. baba. Forgiving one another. Shate. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lift your right hand up. Say, I live by the Spirit. Say, I live by the Spirit. One more time. I live by the Spirit. I live by the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. I live by the Spirit. I live by the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Let's be outstanding. Just lift up your voice in the language of the Spirit.
Come on. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.